Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to Getting Heated, the place to debate and discuss all things surf-related. It's a good-looking lineup today. First up, is it time to see more surfers riding different style board designs in competition? And has the increasing amount of airs made competition too predictable and less exciting to watch? Plus, the biggest shocker from the first half of the 2021 season is up for debate. Finally, we are answering the hard question. Should the Surf Ranch be a CT stop going forward? Now, over to a pair of straight-up legends, Mick Fanning and Taylor Knox. Hi, everyone, and stoked to be back here on Getting Heated, especially with one of my best mates and uh, all-time favorite surfers in Taylor Knox. Taylor, welcome. Thanks, buddy. Good to see you, brother. Happy 40th, buddy. You four decades. <laughs> oh, mate, feels like a thousand decades right now. Oh, I could only imagine what your head feels like after hanging out with Parker and Dingo. I mean, and all those other fools that you call friends, man. I've I'm only jealous because I wasn't there. <laughs> I would have been on that dance floor, which is hard to get me to do. But your your fortieth would have done it. Next subject. <laughs> <laughs> Got some uh, topics to go through today, so uh, let's get right into it. Let's not waste around. Let's do it. Let's get heated. There's been talk of surfers riding different style boards at the Jeep Surf Ranch Pro, but not many take that risk. Should there be more competitors riding different board designs in this competition? Uh, I think that the Surf Ranch is the perfect place to ride different equipment. I think. If you look a little bit deeper than what's actually on the surface, people are riding different equipment. People are riding different boards from varying from the right to the left. I know Owen Wright, last time the event ran, he rode something so short. He actually stole one of Wilco's boards, which was a little stubby sort of thing. And now Jack Freestone's just come out and said, look, I'm not even taking a normal board. So I think we're gonna see more different equipment, but depends how different you call different Taylor. That's going to be the change on it all. I agree. I think, I think there should be a contest where you're riding different equipment and the Surf Ranch is a perfect spot. Like a twin fin at the Surf Ranch would be amazing. For guys, they're probably trying to get their head around, will I get scored differently? And they shouldn't. I mean, it should be a purely performance-based. It shouldn't matter what's on the bottom of your board as long as you're ripping. And I think with these different designs, you'll see more speed. I mean, you could do this a couple different times. I think the public would love it. That's the main thing. It's draw, it would draw a lot more interest to that contest, particularly where 
it feels like there needs to be a little shake up there for sure. Yeah, the wave is pretty predictable because it's the same thing every time it takes off. You know, is it worth throwing a round or something in the actual surf ranch where everyone has to ride some sort of different equipment? You know, reduce a fin or that could that could be a fun little spot for the fans to get really involved. Maybe even spin a wheel just for one round. Maybe the round doesn't count, but everyone gets to see someone on different equipment. But yeah, I guess coming back, there's, there's, there is a fair bit of different equipment. I, I think you're gonna see a lot of people on the dark art surfboards, EPS surfboards. Kelly might try and ride one of the flat earths from Aquila Aper again. So we'll, we'll see what's going on. And yeah, hopefully someone shakes it up. As, as I said, Jack has already come out, said he's gonna ride something different. So we'll see how different old Jackie boy gets. Yeah, I'm, ex I'm looking forward to watching Jack surf. I want to see them do like the, you know, the Rip Girl has a search event and they don't announce where it's going to be. I'd like to see the tour do an event. Let's say it was J-Bay, you know, six weeks before J-Bay, they go, hey, everyone, you have to ride, I don't know, a Bonds or, or a, a Twin Fin or something different. And everyone has six weeks to get their equipment dialed in. And then that's what they're going to have to ride. I'd like to see the world's basket challenge in a different way where they, they're forced to go and figure out different lines on a wave that they already know, but on a design they really aren't familiar with. I want to see, or I want to see them being more challenged. Is, is that just being old? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you know, when, when you're on tour and when I was on tour, that's all we rode was performance-based surfboards because the fear of not performing at the highest level, scary enough to not ride different equipment. You know, it wasn't until like our, our later years on tour that we started playing around with different equipment, but we never brought that into competition. So I would always love to see people on different equipment, but is it the most highest performing equipment? Are they already on it? Is that what the thruster is? Well, I don't know. I mean, you, you, for the last 40 years, you've had the world's best surfers all riding the same design, one design thruster. Imagine if the world's best surfers all spent one year on a different design and how refined that would become. I mean, let's face it, the best designs in the world usually come from the best surfers doing R&D on them and then going back and making all these refinements, which then goes to the public and they benefit from us, you know, test driving this stuff. So I want to see is like, what if we took a, a design that anything but a thruster and have the world's best like give their two cents to the shapers and start whittling down and refining because I'm sure all these different fins and boards and would all get a lot better with the world's best riding them. I mean, hell, look at your wave at Snapper the other day. That twin <laughs> fin wave at you at Snapper was ridiculous and people were so hyped. Yeah, well, I've only just started riding it since I've been off tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was refreshing. Yeah, I think I think that's what it is. And I think we're going to see some refreshing surfing here at the Surf Ranch. So, um, yeah, let's see what people bring. And, um, yeah, we can give kudos to those who take risks. Yeah. When We Return, has the increasing air game made competition too predictable? And the biggest shocker of the 2021 season is up for debate. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Getting Heated. Our next subject is all about airs, and one man who doesn't know about airs is Taylor Knox. Taylor, how's the knee going? And once it's back, will you be busting airs all over the joint? I am going to be busting airs. The knee is feeling good. Um, I'm, I'm just waiting for the air show invitations to rain down on me. <laughs> 
has the increasing amount of errors in competition watered down the excitement and made it too predictable to watch? I do think there has been so many errors that it's completely watered down. Can, you know, you have, you have Instagram, you have the contest, you're, you're just seeing so much that you forget some really incredible errors because there's so much and it's so diluted. My thing is I'd like to see some less errors and some more technique and style in between them. Because a lot of times what I'm seeing is they're telegraphing the errors. So you know it's coming. Yeah. Some airs stand out. Medina's at Newcastle stood out. Yago Dora's at Rotness stood out. And I think Chris's, Chris Amora's at Newcastle was huge too, especially for the progression of girls surfing. I mean, really, really amazing airs now just become commonplace. So it's like, maybe they could mix it up and you know do some double hand back, huge, uh, carves like Dane Reynolds did at Haleiwa that one year or you know something different because it, it's just too much I'm, I'm like numb to it and I shouldn't be numb to it it should be held in a, a little bit of a different standard and held back a little bit just so when you do throw one it is more of an impact yeah look I think what's happened is that the the airs have come commonplace because you've got guys like Gabe Medina you've got Italo Ferreira and you know they're they're taking off on closeouts and doing uh, an air and minimum of getting a six five. And I think that's where the judges sort of have to start looking a little bit at the point where, okay, how high are, we, are they actually getting out of the water, or are they just spinning off into the flats? Um, I, I felt like Italo was a bit guilty of that in the first couple of events where he was just spinning straight off into the flats and you know the minimum six five just straight like that on a on a straight closeout and and so kids are seeing these things and just going well that's how i get scores that's how i'm going to win events uh so i feel like what you're trying to explain here is something that the judges um will have to control uh but i think airs these days are just like having a forehand hack for us back in you know the the noughties um that's something that it was just part of the equipment and look i was always guilty of someone who everyone would say it say i'd do the same turn over and over again to get scores and yeah look i was guilty of that i knew how to get my scores so um <laughs> i think that's the way that the surfers are looking at airs these days and that's how uh you know that's how they're getting through heats and you can't blame them. If they're going to get the score, they're going to keep doing it. So there's going to need to be a different philosophy on the tour. They're going to have to come together, with the, the surfers and the judges, and are going to have to make a decision like, hey, we, we need to, for the better, for, for bettering the sport, we're going to need to do things a little differently. We're going to have to, we're going to score you guys a little differently. We want to see not just the air spin to flat to claim. You know, like I felt like I watched 150 of those during the Aussie leg where, you were just taking, they were just taking off on closeouts, basically. You know, wave selection didn't even matter at all. And granted, they were surfing beat breaks and, you know, they weren't surfing snapper and they weren't surfing bells. I just don't want to see the hyperactivity between taking off and the air. I want to see some more flow and some more technique and style. You know, it seems like a lot of times it's just take off, fly down the line to the end section, boost. And, you know, you might miss a section or two in between there. Might be a few years before we see that. <laughs> so far, what has been the biggest shocker from the first half of the 2021 season? 
for me, it's just the injuries. We've got so many people that have been injured this year. Obviously, there's the big ones of, of John John and Kolohe, uh, Ace Buck and, you know, broke his back pretty much. Uh, Michelle Perez has hurt himself as well. And Lakey Peterson, like there's, there's so many injuries and I hope that these people get back quick and um, can reassess and, and maybe change their training up a little bit. I'd agree with you that the, the biggest shocker has been the injuries for sure. And, you know, I'm not sure about sitting, you know, they had to sit in a hotel room for two weeks and you know, they were just chomping at the bit when, once they got out of that room. I mean, taking two weeks off, even though they couldn't help that, your body kind of tends to relax. You know, like when you're on point, you are kind of consistently surfing every day, even a little bit or training. And I think that might've played a part into it. And also the fact that people are split minds right now, maybe they're thinking Olympics, they're thinking tour. I feel like that's a big discussion. I think there's a couple of guys that you expected to do well, like, or better, like Julian's for one. I expected him to be, you know, not to have the struggles he did in the beginning of the year. And, and then a guy who completely shocked me um, was Morgan. And I didn't really, I've never watched the kids surf, but it was impressive. I thought that was a bright, a bright light, a bright spot there. You know, that was cool. He did, he shocked the world. Uh, you know, everyone thought when he went into that first heat against John John, he was just gonna get smoked and he ended up doing the opposite. And then for the next time he came up against John John, everyone was like, nah, it's not gonna happen again. Sure enough, it did. So I think he shocked the world. And 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 then to go on and, and back that result up with a with a final over in Rottnest was huge. What do you expect coming into the, the last half of the year? Is there anything that you're really looking forward to or is there something that um, you think's gonna jump out at you? Well, I was really looking forward to uh, John John being in the mix, you know, for the world title. And, and I'm still hoping that ha happens. Um, I think the way the tour is going to end this year is going to be interesting. Uh, really, it's cool that they're doing it, doing something different. But I mean, I'm thinking like, what if a guy wins three to four of these contests? He's in the lead by a country mile and then he has an off day at lowers. You know, does Morgan come at the end here and he could win the world title, you know, like he could, it's very possible for him on his first year on tour, which that would be crazy. I think that's definitely possible. Yeah. Look, I think that the, the final situation at the end of the year is going to be really, really exciting for me personally. I'm looking forward to uh, Barra. I hope that it's absolutely fine for everyone. And uh, it goes back to how it was when we had the search event there years ago. Oh yeah. The, the tour is, it just needs that, you know, it needs that, especially after the beach break run we had. And because as you know, waves like that expose people and expose their weaknesses or their strengths. So, it, you know, J-Bay exposes people, Choku exposes people. And I think Bar is going to, you know, expose some people. If you're 100% healthy, I'll throw you in there for a wild card. <laughs> <laughs> I take it. <laughs> When we return, should the Surf Ranch BSCT stop going forward? Yep, we're actually going there when we come back. So Knox, after 20 years on tour, was there a spot that you just despised going to? There wasn't a, you know, your least favorite place on tour? <laughs> well, it's kind of a general statement. Uh, I, I hate waves that have backwash, so you know, it's, it's strange, but like, if, where was that? If Praia. Praia de Mole. Praia Mole. Yeah. 
seems like every heat I had there, I had a two foot wave coming at me as I was trying to <laughs> ride it. So um, I just don't like backwash in general. I don't like it in any spot. <laughs> That's my thing. What about you? My f least favorite wave was something that uh, you know, I've brought up many a times. It's no secret, but the Margaret River was always a, oh, it, it troubled me that wave. Yeah, it kind of does your head in that end section on the right. That thing comes like at you. You think you can hit it. Sometimes you go to hit it and it just disappears. And other times it mows you over like a semi-truck. It's, it's so weird. It's just uh, the oddest wave. It's this really, I call it like a rock hopper wave. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Should the WSL Surf Ranch be a CT stop going forward? I don't think the Wave Ranch should be a CT stop. Uh, I think unless you do something completely different, like we talked about changing equipment, or uh, I, I just don't. I, I mean, all my friends that watch are bored. They're all like, they said this is the most boring event to watch because the wave doesn't change. And that's what's so amazing about the ocean. It's like, you are never going to ride the same wave twice in the ocean. You're going to ride the same wave every time in a pool, unless they can have different, you know, they do have different modes and stuff. They can mix it up a little bit, but you know, it's, it's, it's an incredible wave. It's such a good wave to surf. And it's such a good experience when you're doing it uh, yourself, but to watch it is, I don't know. I find it repetitive and I can see that the guys are, I can see them when thinking on the way they want to do something different, but they just don't have the section to do it. You can see that they're trying to mix it up and trying to do some different stuff, but you know, unless they can control the wave better and make it do different stuff, I, don't, I just don't think it should be. Matt Biolas came out just, just today and was like, okay, I feel like the, the wave pool or the surf ranch in general should be on the tour. Um, just due to the fact of how much people are using these wave pools. Maybe it's a thing of just changing the location of, of what wave pool they use. You know, there was, there was talk about in Japan uh, running the Olympics in a wave pool. So there is merit there for the wave pool. I just feel like, as you said, it, it sort of gets a bit repetitive. Um, Matt brought up an, another great point where you know, the ride goes for a minute long. Maybe we can shorten that. Maybe you can just take off, you know, halfway and, and do it that way. Um, but if we're going to have a wave pool event, I'd love to see it at a different wave pool each and every year. I think that would be exciting, you know, especially somewhere like um, the BSR Ranch or whatever, where you can change, you can have three different waves just by the press of a button. I think that would make it incredibly exciting and it would put the surfers in a different light as well where you know they would have to do an air then they'll have to rip a wave and then they'd have to get barreled so I think that could be an exciting one to go and look at but um, yeah look I think the surf ranch could do with a little bit of a shake up um, maybe it's changing the wave but I do feel like the wave pools are such a big part of surfing and so much equipment gets changed in there that it it's almost part of the tour now. I agree. If you want to rotate it and go to different venues and different technologies, that's great. I, I'm all for that. I just think that at this point, we want to see something different. You know, we, we've had bells taken away from us this year and snapper. And, and even though it's not a good thing, we're all pretty, we're going to be pumped to watch them next year. It's gotten us a little bit more excited to see these spots that we've been watching 
consistently for 30 years. Now it's like, oh yeah, you know what? I kind of miss Snapper. And so the whole thing of mixing up and moving, you know, even in Europe, you can move around a little bit, you know, it'd be great, you know, move to different spots. Like make the tour not so much a search, but more of like at least rotating. <laughs> A little bit more unstructured. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, you know, I, I think the, the staples that we have on tour, like you mentioned, Bells, you, you mentioned places like J-Bay, Chopu. As a, as a surfer, when I was on tour, when those events came up, I'd get super excited to go and surf those waves. And I think that's what you need um, when you are on tour. To see the people that have pulled out of the surf ranch, it's sort of a bit like, oh, are people not really respecting that event as much as you know as they do in others i remember when we we're on tour and um you know if you didn't move if you weren't able to move up in the ratings or or whatever a lot of people would pull out of brazil and you don't want that for an event you want everyone in that event so everyone gets challenged and everyone gives it their best uh that's that's the biggest part we want on, on the tour is that everyone's involved and everyone's given a hundred percent yeah, you don't, you don't want, you're right. You don't want people losing interest at the end, you know, like, and you're right. That happened a lot. At, and when we were on tour at the end of the year, because people are like, well, I'm not going to really move up in the ratings and I've already qualified or I'm just not going to qualify. So I'm not going to go. I mean, maybe the back end of the tour has got more of those rotating events where at least people are like, well, even if I can't qualify, I'm really interested in going to the spot and checking it out. And I, and then, you know, to have one event, it needs to be more than one event changing location a lot. I wanna see a wave like St. Lou. You know, like when we were on tour for a few years, you'd either see a guy in a right-hand point break or a hollow left slab barrel. But you never saw a guy in like a long point left. You know, some guys, I'd be like, how do they surf backside? I haven't seen them surf backside on a long left in forever. Yeah, there's definitely, uh, it's been brought up before for sure. Um, a nice rippable left would definitely uh, be a, a welcome part of the tour and uh, yeah. But Knox, always a pleasure chatting to you. Um, hopefully this isn't as bad as our heats that we used to have on tour and uh, they just, just didn't fall apart. But, <laughs> but uh, It's funny how we both fell apart. Mate, I think we're both too nervous, but uh, <laughs> mate, great having you, and thanks to everyone watching. Yeah, thanks, brother. I really enjoyed being on here with you. Happy birthday. Let me know when your country will let me in again so I can come down. Sounds good. Peace out. Woo!